Now she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aisa. She's ready to go to the stars. This is the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. It's mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I Captain. And now, our host. This is Bruce. This is John. And this is Trav. Welcome to the TriTac Games Podcast, your podcast of exploring strange new worlds with your puffy, strangely slimy, weird talking buddies with you. Geo dude. <laughs> That's a heck of a way to talk about us, Bruce. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Geo dude. Yeah, and there's Pokemon too. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta catch them all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast. This week we are following our prior um, uh, actual play adventure where we were playing on the Pokemon world, uh, playing characters using the Pathfinder system, and they had just discovered a big 25-foot wide portal, which anybody who's familiar with Fringeworthy is very familiar with what that means. Fringeworthy, a unique trait shared by so few, a gift or a curse. To those that can transit a portal accessing the extra-dimensional network. A pathway to a million million portals to a million million other worlds. Worlds filled with terrible wonder or shocking beauty. Populated by the denizens other than human and motivated by their own values. A creation of a race so advanced the physical laws of the universe became not barriers to their own creative drives. Will you shoulder this burden and step onto the paths for your world? Adventure in the million, million worlds of Fringeworthy. Fringeworthy is a role-playing game by Tritech Games. Available at TritechGames.com. Come explore the worlds of Tritech Games. Explore the worlds of Fringeworthy. We see this massively armored and... You know, he's in his flowing robes, and he's got a breastplate on, and he's got a sword on his... And he comes up and bellows, Timogen, who are these people? Father, these are my friends. I told you about that strange glow. Yes. The one that none of us can see except for you. These are my friends, Jeremy... Harry, Father Gill. Yeah. This is my father, Yesugai. Yeah. This is our shaman, Tarmen. Yeah. yeah. We definitely are not from around here. You speak the language as if you were born and raised here. Mm, well, it's a gift. It's We're a just gift that great. Granted by, <laughs> by no, it's a gift. It's a gift that's granted by the 
the light that your son speaks of. Harry says in English, good as explanation as any. I'll roll that. Yeah. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. He switches back to Mongolian. It's a pleasure to meet you both. Tarman, is it? And the shaman nods. Mm-hmm. Harry looks, he goes, let me get this straight. Your shaman just, that kid was crying. That was possibly tuberculosis. Possibly pneumonia. I'm not a medical doctor, but that child was sick. That much was evident. And with a touch and a few words, we see a flashlight, and this child is totally healed. Yesu guy says, yes, Tarman is my shaman. He he makes sure that we are all safe and healthy, that the that the spirits do not treat us badly by inflicting pain and distress on us. Hmm. And you said it was like 500 years ago that we lost the ability to manipulate the auras? I think a thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. Said, yeah, so, but aura hmm. guardians, yeah, this guy, Harry looks and he says, where we come from, he would be known as an aura guardian, and we have not had them on our in our home for a very long time. Generations upon generations. Hmm. Yesu guy says, then your people must have lost the way. Tarman is one of my oldest and dearest friends. He has been able to do this since he was very young. Yeah. This is about the time that Geodude floats on over. Geodude. And they, everybody just, yeah. <laughs> he, they're looking at him wondering just what, yeah. Oh, this is, this is my Pokemon. Geodude. Geodude, say hello to, yes, you guy. Geodude. Actually, no, where we he, come from. Oh no! Wait a second. He yeah. would speak Mongolian as well. Yes. Yes. And we, and for the first time, we totally understand him. Hello. What's he saying? <laughs> what does he have to say now that people can hear him, understand him? He would be like, "Hello, yes, I am." And yeah, I don't think they individually name, so is he, yes, I am Geodude. I am a friend of Jeremy's. He is my trainer. Yep. Though, as we say, most Pokemon are smart animals, not necessarily <laughs> sentient. Correct? I think the term would be sapient at the very least. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have the equipment, from what I rolled up on the stats, their equivalent would be Anywhere from a sixty to an eighty IQ, so they would have. That's that's mo- that's more on level IQ. That's perfectly capable of carrying on. A yeah, yeah. That is essentially intelligent. It isn't. It just isn't like, you know, societally functional. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. There's somebody that would normally be have somebody with them to watch yeah. over them, and they could perform useful things. But it doesn't. But normally they wouldn't carry on a big conversation with people unless you were just playing around. Yeah. So we probably just exhausted most of his small talk capabilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he knows that Jeremy is his best friend and everything. Yeah. Dude, he basically say Jeremy is my friend. He uh, takes I, care uh, of me. I take care of him. I squat down, dude. Fist bump. Yep. <laughs> And that's a big fist. I mean, you do that, it's like, ow! <laughs> yes, the guy says, I have never seen a creature like that before. Harry says, that's okay, where we come from, our dogs don't talk to us. <laughs> I think we're even, sir. <laughs> Klosto? Yeah. yeah. 
Klaasso says in Mongolian, I saw your Pokemon and I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Because remember, he saw the others that were around. He saw Skyla's flying over the jet. Yeah. He saw yours hovering, which is still hovering there. I mean, you know, Magnemite yeah, comes they're up. they're looking at Magnemite. He goes, this is Magnemite. This is my, this is my pet. And oh, Magnemite he... speaks and says, yes, I am Magnemite. I am Harry's friend. Or would it be more like, I'm Magnemite. I'm his friend. My throat's a little rough. I'm not doing that voice. Just... <clears throat> and so Timogen, Yezu guy, and Tarmin look, and they just are stunned at these things. I think what may have happened is that we made friends with these spirit animals. And they sort of filled our need for shaman, maybe. That sound good, Father? Sure. Yeah. I think it's quite possible that what happened was that you're you're saying, why can't we still do things like healing? Maybe a choice was made to go in the direction of strengthening our bond with these uh, Pokemon, and that blocked off that ability. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just it was how it was done was forgotten. I can't imagine you know people forgetting how to heal each other. This seems like something that they would. That I think it's more likely that there was a choice made that the that the that, that the path our culture took was antipathical for whatever it is that he does to make that happen. I mean, the early Pokey trainers and Pokey masters didn't have Pokeballs. We had to, you know, keep ride roughshod on on the Pokemon until they finally, you know, you know, it, basically Pokemon Pokeballs are are. Fairly recent development. Yeah, they would be. They would not be. They'd be maybe within the past 10, 20 years, maybe. Yeah. So before that, we, you know, Pokemon were free range. Even yeah. Even once you tamed. Harry looks at Tarmin and he looks at Father Gill. He said he looks at Tarmin and he goes, Shaman. You mean to tell me through your belief, through your faith? in your spirits that are all over, you are able to heal the sick. And I take it, uh, for example, change the direction of the wind or create a sandstorm or create food or purify food. If it was rotten says, and yes, I can do some of that. Do not give ooh. me too much credit. Yeah. I, I look at, and, I serve. Oh no. Jeremy's got to say love. And can you make a person much more attractive to the opposite sex? And you just see <laughs> Harry just throw serious, very slowly, throw some serious shade at you. I sort of back away. Never mind. And he looks back at Tarm and he goes, so through your faith, the strength of your belief in your spirits, which I'm de- not denying their existence. I'm just saying with how strongly you believe your spirits chose you as the conduit of their power, and you can do so with that. You healed that child. Shaman thinks about what he does. Yes, you have described that most accurately, young man. And he looks to Father Gill and smiles. That sounds 
very useful. Yeah. So, Father, you want to become an apprentice? I think not. Well, I wouldn't say... Well, no, no. Harry goes, I wouldn't say to Temujin's faith. But, you know, Father Gill is a man of faith himself. He would be our shaman. He mm -hmm. looks to Tarman, he goes, Father Gill is our shaman. Now, we can't do the... And he does a finger-wiggling motion. He can't do that. But we still rely on him for spiritual support. Mm -hmm. The man found his calling and our spirit that we follow, well, most of us, Father Gill is its representative, where we come from. Harry sure. says in English, that'd be an interesting, that would be a very useful talent to have, though. I understand, but... Well, I remember from not sleeping through history class... Uh, there's <laughs> Mongols. <laughs> then I sort of look and see which way this, look at the sun. And it's afternoon. I mean, so in that direction would be China, and that direction would be Europe. Yeah, Mongolia is just north of China, John. So, yeah, that's why yeah. Harry was saying northern China, southern Mongolia. Yeah, so when I say China, do they react? Because that would be actually the absolutely wrong name. At this point in time, it would be Chin or Han, yeah. but not China, not China. I'm on Wikipedia now for Genghis Khan. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was known. I mean, hell, heck, he wouldn't try to conquer portions of it. At least his kids did. One of them succeeded. Uh, looking, looking, <laughs> looking, looking, looking. Borjigin was is the name of Yesugai's clan. Trying to see as far as the Yeah, I'm not seeing they had gods, so I'm going that they they had an animistic theology as far as they worship spirits and whatnot. Yeah, and besides, this is a alter. I mean, they got wargs, and there's yeah. some, you know either spirits or magic going oh, on here. So, Genghis Khan was a Tengrist, but was religiously tolerant and interested in learning philosophical and moral lessons from other religions. He consulted Buddhist monks, Muslims, Christian missionaries, and the Taoist monk Kui Chuji. Yeah, and so basically, if this is still holding true, Tengris, they would let me look up what. Let me look up what Tengrist is real quick. Yeah. Tengrism, Central Asian religion characterized by features of shamanism, animism, totemism, both polyism, polytheism and monotheism and ancestor worship. Oh, I nailed it. Yes, good. Okay, so yeah, we are correct in that. Okay, good. I didn't... Yeah. So yeah, he is... So Tarmin would be shamanistic, animistic. Yeah, so they would have... And they'd also do ancestor worship, so... Yeah, and I'm looking at the map and it actually wouldn't be called China. It would be called... Uh, Kitan. <laughs> so they basically do everything, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of everything, but and he except except believe in a a one god overall. Well, yeah, they they it said aspects of monotheism and polytheism. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the Catholic religion. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yes, the guy says so. You come through this colored circle that only my son can see. We have ridden out. Well, we do not we see it. We can see it also. 
and and Tarmin looks at the three of you. Mm-hmm. He says, I think that is what makes us, that's what identifies those who can go through the circle is that we can see it. Yeah. Mm. Because there are others of our own who could not see it. Yep. We left them behind. Mm-hmm. And Temujin says, ah, your woman, Skyla. Yes. And Yezugai yes. says, you have a woman in your group? She, she is an animal master. She, okay. she masters the uh, metal bird that we travel in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying and to remember. you see Tarpin just look at you, cocked eyebrow, as, as one of my exes would say, the, the hairy eyeball, just like, you rode inside of a metal bird. Yes. You know, one finger over, pointing down at Geodude floating in midair. <laughs> yeah, Geo, yeah. Harry looks and goes, Geodude, fly around a little bit to show them. Just yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, Geodude. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, a parent five, and you know, let him go out and do parent five. Okay, <laughs> and he does this, and you're just seeing all the kids just now, like, oh wow, you know, and. He says, mm-hmm. now imagine a giant metal bird. We climb inside of it, inside of a small hole in it, and it can carry us where we need to go. Skyla, the woman in our group who is back where we come from, controls that bird and does so quite well. She also mm-hmm. has other pets, other birds that she uses to keep an eye on things. Yeah. But unfortunately, we had to leave her behind. Yeah, well, she couldn't see. Guarding our camp. I mean. Yeah. Right. Well, she's not far, but still, the point is that she can't see any of this, which is pretty amazing. Oh, oh. Nor meet, the, nor meet these wonderful people here in the tribe. And and uh, Chieftain uh, uh, Yeshugai and. and uh, uh, Tarmin. Uh, and, and the um, shaman elder shot. Well, I was gonna say elder Tarman. Yeah, yes, guy says yeah. he he looks and he says, I see your strange artifacts you have on you. And he points to Father Gill's uh sidearm. Yeah, he goes, What is that? Do you have such things as blowguns? Uh, a reed that you can blow, uh, uh, a uh, pebble through, and uh, uh, which causes, you know, causes something to sting if it hits. Yes, guy gets the concept. He says yes. Okay. Well, there is a. Uh, this thing can push that pebble so fast they can do as much damage as uh, as a uh, as the crossbow on the back of Tarmigen's, um, uh on the back of Tarmigen. It's a much. It's a very compact crossbow. Mm. You'll want uh, demonstration. <laughs> yeah, let, let's set up something here. And he says, Harry says, do you have a clay pot that we can set up? And he looks, he goes, you get to do target practice here to impress the natives, he says in English. All right. And all right. so Harry's like, okay, all right. He takes, you know, up on a on a rock. He sets this clay pot. And he has everybody stand away. And this is when Bruce rolls a one and his gun jams. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think I should be able to do do a take ten on this. 
on combat, no, you can't. You can't do take ten on. It's not combat. I'm shooting an object. He's target shooting. I still don't think you can do a take ten on a combat roll. Why not? It's 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 just another skill check using using range combat. Using you know. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's going to jump out of the way. Yeah, it, it, it's it's basically he's target shooting. I could shooting. real jerk and say, "Dude, we have talking wolves on this world." <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, the jug moved. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, oh, just uh, this because you didn't say it otherwise. My Pokédex has all the videos I've taken so far. Am I correct? Still on it? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Oh, so I'm busy realizing realizing the Pokédex is out. I'm recording. I'm just sort of moving oh, yeah, around. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I can take pictures. Well, it's 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 a GM call, man. I mean, I can do the just the sta- standard plus six that I have. Well, yeah. I, I mean, right, no, my range is only plus two. So I'm just saying, is it, it just seems to me that since this thing's not moving, I can stand and take a very careful aim at it. I should be able to do a plus, do, do a take ten on it. I'm not asking to do a take 20. Do a roll, if five or better, because it's a stationary object and due to size. Yeah. If you roll a five, altogether five or higher, you'll hit it. All right. All right, and I rolled a eight. Hey. Bang. Father Gill takes a shot, and I mean, just it shatters it. I mean, just, yeah. And everybody just stops. Well, everybody would jump from the sound of the of the gunfire itself. Yeah. Never heard a firearm go off before. Remember, this is 12th century Mongolia. They would mm-hmm. not have, you know, I mean, even if the Chinese had discovered fireworks by that time, it's loud. They know that. Here it is. You, you point it at it, and all of a sudden bang, shatter. And I reach down and I collect and I collect my shell. Yeah. <laughs> Temujin just is stunned, realizing he looks at his he looks at the crossbow in his back. He looks at Father Gill's sidearm, looks at the crossbow in his back again, and just shakes his head. <laughs> he goes, and you have more of those back at your home. Well, I mean, they can they are can be purchased, yes. Right. And oh. just yeah, the 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 shaman is just stunned. Yeah. Oh, Trav, just I'll, just a little history note: four ninety two for gunpowder in China. Oh, okay. Then it's been around for seven hundred years. Then. Well, gunpowder, no, gunpowder in four ninety two was used for fireworks. It's not the same thing as, as this. Okay, it also what wasn't as strong. It was more like a fizzy, sparkly thing. Even Klosto looks and he goes, what do you call that? What I have in my hand? Yeah. Uh, it's called a pistol. 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 And you, you see all the, all the Mongolian and, and the wargs are all trying to roll that word on their tongue. They're like, Pistol. Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> guy looks and he says, if that did that to a pistol, I can only imagine what it would do to a person. guy calls his son over and they start talking conspiratorially. 
uh, uh, Pastor Gill says, really, it doesn't do any more damage than your crossbow. Just Harry gives you that look. And he says in English, you do realize you're going to have to go to confession for lying. No, really, it does the same amount of damage. Literally, it does. In real t- terms, of, terms of rules, they do the same that same damage. Yeah. It just... <laughs> well, it's a D8 versus 2D6, but, you know. Yezu guy comes back and he says, teach us, get us those, teach us. Well, we'll talk about it. Jeremy says in, in English, snakes in the garden, father, snakes in the garden. <laughs> I, I look over at Jeremy and I and I and I say, uh, "You do realize there's a crossbow on his back, right?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's no one innocent here. I think what the boy means, Padre, is that this 12th century Mongolian wants 21st century firearms. Yeah. No, I get that. Actually. How how advanced are the firearms in the Pokeverse? Are they are we talking are we talking twenty first century level? Or are we talking maybe still back in the old nineteen uh, fifty? Um, remember it's twenty first century. There, it's modern day. Problem is, technology is PL seven. We're talking probably uh, rounds that could go through brick walls quite easily. <clears throat> I would dare say they probably have. Um, like very advanced firearm technology. Yeah, but when was the last time they had a war? Their last war was three hundred years ago. Josie told me. It, you know, I hate to say this, but war does advance weaponry. They may still be, you know, we're talking, you know, bolt action rifles. Oh no, no, they've got firearms. I've seen pictures, and they've got okay. modern day firearms at the very least. Right, but the point is that these are used for protection against wild animals. Yeah. They're not used for killing each other. Yeah, so that's that, that's what I was thinking. You know, basically it's, it's it's we're talking about a place that basically hasn't had a, you know, shooting war in 300 years. And, right. And back then that was probably 300 years ago. Yeah, they're probably using muskets or ar- arquebuses. Which is one of the reasons I'm not making a big deal about this, okay? At best, they got, you know, I would say 1950s style automatic weapons, which means, you know, not that, you know, M16. At best? Why would they Why would they want automatic weapons? You're right. Why, what, who, who's making them? Nobody. It'd still be bold. Okay, at best, they have, a, they have something akin to a Winchester or a... Um, um, yeah, semi-auto rifles would probably be the best they have. Yeah. All right, that's not too bad. I mean, yeah. Pump shotguns, revolvers, and pistols. Yep. I mean, yes, the fact that you can continue to fire is is probably the biggest thing that it has going for it. On the on the minus side is the fact that pistols are notoriously easy to foul. Yeah. Yep. I think these guys, after using pistols for a short period of time, would say, my crossbow never has, gives me this kind of trouble. Yep. And you have to make gunpowder. And if you use gunpowder in a modern smokeless, yeah, that's going to be bad news. They'd have to buy their ammo from us. They'd have to buy their guns from us. It's just, you know, I'm saying it's up to them. It's a, you know, they could use it. It, it, They certainly would never be able to uh, arm a 
a, a an army with it, but a small squad of people, sure they could. Give them some uh, hunting rifles and, uh, yeah, we make a great sniper team. So I'm just saying is that this we're not talking about something that's going to revolutionize their world. It's way too far advanced for them to reproduce anyways. But, I mean, I don't think Pastor Gill has that kind of understanding of technology and history to be able to make that evaluation. He just simply looks around and sees these huge guys with their big weapons, their big crossbows, and everything else, and and, is, uh, and just basically saying, well, yeah, you know, there's these weapons, but they're not really as great as you think they are. Your weapons are fine. Harry rolled a 12 in history, but a 21 in technology. He goes, yeah, giving these guys this, they, they would be unfamiliar. These crossbows and their swords and knives, they're mm-hmm. deadly as all hell with these things. This is yeah. stuff they've been using for centuries. I wouldn't want to go up against even Temujin. He's been probably training with the weapons he has since he could walk. Yeah, and it would be, and it wouldn't be a crossbow really, because they they ride works. They probably would be more like the recurve bow. Or no, yeah, a short bow. I'm sorry, short bow. So it's 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 more like the the horn bow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've yeah the the listing I have as far as stats is composite shortfall, but yeah he yeah that that that's exactly what it would be. It's like still it would be nice to give them something and we get something from them. I mean, well let's there's lots of things we can give them. You know, let me let me introduce you to my little friend called the Bic lighter. Oh, oh, and we can get those just by the truckload. Yeah, what are we gonna get from them in return though? I mean exotic woods we could come back with a real mongolian dagger do you know what that would just rowan would have a field day yeah i think i think that information is probably the most valuable thing about their culture about you know their beliefs about uh their how how maybe they have ex- maybe they have some training methods that would actually be you know better because I mean, they've got these huge warg. How about a warg puppy bringing that back? Don't you think that would qualify as a new form of Pokemon? Jer- you should see the smile on Jeremy's face when you said that. Oh, oh, kid, you would be getting all sorts of badges, and the Pokemon League would never leave you alone. Wait a second, just a second, and I, I go, um, Claustro, I, I want to scan. I want to take a good look at you with my with my Pokédex, okay? He nods and he stands still just looking at you as you're waving the Pokédex over him getting a scan of him. And one me, thing I can a- and one thing I can tell is if I make good make the roll, is he catchable? Pokémon are different from ordinary animals. You can't catch ordinary animals in a Pokéball. Well, no, by the by the definition of the Pokémaster class, yes mm-hmm. you can. Oh, you can. Hmm. Problem is, you'd still have to get him down to where he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm going to scan him anyway. I'm going to do do a guy right here. I'm going to do an in-depth scan. So that would be what? If you were to knock him down to like zero hit points, where he's like, you know, disabled, yeah, you could. Or hit him with enough non-lethal damage where he's, you know, at that weakened point. Yeah, you could hit him with a Pokeball. Look at my... uh... Rip you in two, but... Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at okay, no special abilities in this, so it would be what knowledge arcana. 
I mean, that's pretty yeah. much my go-to my go-to pokey skill. No, no, you knowledge arcana would work because a warg is technically a magical beast, which that's knowledge arcana. Any bonuses for my Pokédex? Uh, plus two. All right. Plus two equipment bonus. All right, so that's... Um, hmm, 24. <laughs> oh, no, you could capture him. If you were to knock him down enough, yeah, you could capture him and put him in the Pokéball, yeah. Yeah, I switch it off, and I'll tell him... Um, I hold my Pokéball up. I'm not going to do it, but... I can uh, put you in one of these. I'm not, but put the Pokeball back. <laughs> and he looks at the ball. Well, he saw you put... Pidgey in, oh, yeah. Yeah, in there, and he goes, you mean you could turn me into a flashlight and I would fit in that little thing? Yep, but I'm not going to because I... I... No, no, no. One, <laughs> you don't want to. Two, I wouldn't let you. That's correct. And also, look is looking at you and realizing, <laughs> yeah, you're a boy, so he can sit there and pull the gruff. I'm gonna, you know, show a fang or two to keep you in line type look. I didn't realize that him and Timogen grew up together, didn't they? Pretty much, yeah. So he's not knowing the lifespan of a warg. Um, he's either a really old warg or he's a kid himself. He's yeah. Not much older. Yeah. But yeah, you see Klosto looking at you, and he said, "You know, so I think you can try to put me in that ball. I I see how it was done, but you're not going to do it to me. I'm not to be captured. That's that type of look. There's no sense motive needed. No. You know that. Yeah, he's no. Well, that's pretty much what all Pokemon give before they get captured. By the rules, you have to knock them down to zero hit points. When, when I look at Klosto, if I see some of the um, po- some of the wargs from the older members of the troop are they like bigger and grayer yeah they're a little bigger a little grayer a little you know uh, to use the appropriate phrase a little more long in the tooth than he is yeah and then you see a bunch of these ward pups running around playing and rolling around occasionally they'll bump into a bunch of kids and you know Mm -hmm. everybody will laugh you know and you know the kids they just get knocked over and they're giggling you know because the wards yeah they don't tend to play with the kids because the wars don't know their own strength and they yeah. will hurt a child because of how big they are compared yeah. to a human child. But yeah, you know, the the even the warg pups look like they they'd be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Uh, you know, but yeah, not around the parents. <laughs> but yeah, yeah could... getting a warg pup away from the parent. <laughs> yeah, you even know that wouldn't be a good idea. Why do you think that crocodile defended its totodile so well? Because you were messing with its nest. Yeah, and I'm looking at yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, on top of that, and on top of everything else, I'm talking to this guy, and he's had. And we're having a much better conversation than I probably do with Geodude right now. Yeah. I, probably, I probably ask him a few things. Geodude, well, I think um, it looks dangerous. Well, yeah, the warg. I mean, <laughs> he, he's speaking rather direct he's not very flowery himself but yeah but he but yeah we can do small talk where small talk with you dude is you know that looks like a tasty rock may i eat that (laughs) you know i mean that that's geodude i mean basically (laughs) 
But anyways, the the shaman and Yezu guy, they look and they say, we see that we can learn much from each other. If you help us, we will help you. We will give you information. I mean, or or what would you like? I mean, you've shown us so much already. The fact that you have these pets, these, mm. and he's and and the father's still trying Pokemon that you can command, much like we do training with our wargs. Well, Chief, we've just met. I mean, I'm sure there's so much we don't know about each other yet. I'm sure that this sort of thing will come forward naturally as we get to know each other better. He nods. There's no need to 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 have you know to jump into some you know big negotiation when we ju- when we just met. <laughs> I mean, would you like to at least stay for a meal? I would love a meal. I, you know, and. Uh, unfortunately, we and we would be glad to share some of the food we brought, though I'm sure it's not anything like what you... It, it's not going to be as tasty as the food you brought, but you might be interested because this is the sort of food that, for example, somebody who travels a long distance who doesn't have time to stop and hunt for food would, would be able to carry with them. Oh, Trav? Yeah. Because this, this is a uh, Asian, Japanese-inspired... You know, you can see uh, Jeremy digging around his bag and pulls out a, a box of pokey. <laughs> you mean pocky? Pocky. 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 Pull out yes. a little box. What do you, yeah. No, yes? He would have pocky, I'm sure, yeah. Oh. If you want it. Yeah. Pull out, you know. Oh, this, these are very tasty. I you know, rip open the package and uh, shake, shake, pull one out. Mmm. Yummy. Temujin eats one. It's sweet. sugar and chocolate. Yeah, sweet, crunchy. What is this stuff on top of? Oh, that's 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 uh, chocolate. 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 It His comes father, from the Yazu guy. Takes one. Makes a face. Not used to sweet. The shaman just looks and he's just shaking his head. No. <laughs> yeah. I lean over. I says, "If you give it to your to to your women folk, they they they, they will be more re- romantic." I'm giving up the box, aren't I? <laughs> I hand yes. the box over. <laughs> Temujin actually takes another one. He goes, "These are not bad, Father. These are not bad at all." But but they but it's if you get if you eat too much of it. Then um, it's it can give you a um, you know a a, so, a sore stomach, bad so, teeth. That's not, well, I'm not talking about bad teeth. I'm just talking about acidic stomach because you do get that from eating. Consider this a treat after we have a meal. yeah. It's a it's it's something to finish the meal with. Yes. Yeah, that's mm. what we call a dessert. Dessert. For fifteen year for fifteen year olds, it's a snack because <laughs> they they can eat it all day long. But for adults, adults, we only eat it at the end. I look at Jeremy. Yeah, some of us would prefer to eat it as a meal if they're given the chance. I got some malted milk bowls in my pocket too, but I'm going to save those. <laughs> we would like to be able to deal with these people properly. Malted milk bowls. Yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways, this feast, sir, that you, you spoke of, and yes, guys, is, yes, we have, you know, roast yak, and we have, you know, fermented milk, and we have, and it names off all this Mongolian cuisine that we're just like, Harry's just like, all righty then. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds very um actually uh you know that's well roast yak all it is it's a type of bovine so it'd be just like having a you know like a bull roast or whatever it's beef you know yeah they just have to shave it's it really good. it's roast yeah meat. they just got to shave it really good first that's all you know I'm just thinking but you know back here how much of this will be heavily protein versus um. Actually, it'd probably be very, fairly heavy protein with some uh, with some with some veg, probably root vegetables. Yeah, because out on the Mongolian steppes, it's not like there's a lot of forests and everything out. So yeah, it's going to be maybe tubers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like a lot of meat with some potatoes. Yeah, might be might be some fruit, yeah. some berries. Yeah, probably a nuts. berry or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we, we, we break bread, or in this case, break, you know, uh, whatever they have. I doubt, yeah, they don't have, I, they don't have, yeah, bread. they don't have bread. That, like I said, nuts, berries, you yep. know, um, and, and, and meat, and, um, um, you know, maybe, ch- and cheese, they probably make cheese. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Usually in that part of the world, cheese is not... Well, I don't know. Mongolians, maybe. China and Japan, they don't do cheese. Yeah. They did use, uh, according to this, they did use milk and cream. So, But, of course, it would be yak milk and cream. Yeah, right. Well, or, no, because in modern... Or horse day, milk. Or horse milk. And, you know, basically whatever they had, they would... Well, horse milk is usually fermented into something. Well, because the way how it is now, you know, China didn't have cheese, but now because of all the American and Western restaurants, like they've got Pizza Hut there. They don't eat pizza in China. And now China is dealing with record amounts of obesity because Mm -hmm. Western cuisine has infiltrated theirs. And just the Chinese physicians are going, why are we having all this? Oh, it's all this Western food that our people are eating now that's never been part of our diet, like cheese. So if Mongolians have any type of cheese, it's going to be, yeah, the fermented yak or the, you know, the aged yak milk that, you know. And, of course, the infamous steak tartare. Ah, yeah. Well, anyways, Yezu guy would have Mm -hmm. us sit down to a feast that evening of roast yak and tubers and berries and whatnot and the fermented. Oh. And and we're like. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we'll let Jeremy have some fermented stuff. Yeah, we, we, mm-hmm. it, it's all in the name of science and diplomacy. We'll, we'll go with it. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. we sit and there course. and we, quote-unquote, break bread with this Mongolian tribe with apparently the early days of Temujin pre-Genghis Khan. Interesting enough, they have onions and garlic, wild onions and garlic. Okay, well, then this meat would be flavored because we, you know, and as I said, it's it basically it'd be a bull roast, which I've seen at, you know, certain yeah. places up here. And they also did stews, too. I'm just reading, actually reading up on it. And they did stews and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. 
So very, but yeah, and of course, Jerry would lean over to, to uh, Father Gill and said, "You know, I've eaten at Mongolian barbecue, and this doesn't taste anything like it." <laughs> well, uh, we have more spices than they do. Well, yeah, yeah, it's probably a little bland in comparison. Well, not yeah, much, not much salt. <laughs> no, no, actually, they should have plenty of salt. I mean, they got salt licks and things like that. But they're not, I mean, it's not going to be really heavy on the salt. What's not going to be there is pepper and other and other types of spices like, you know, sage. Oh, interesting enough. And their stews also had berries in them, too. So the, any berries they got would go in their stews. Of course, they could be more of a, a they could be more sour. Not every berry, no, all berries are, are sweet. Yeah, but it's definitely going to be something different. Oh, yeah. And then. Jeremy's being really polite, but it's not deep fried and battered. Yeah. Well, I think all of us would be kind of hesitant just eating, you know, just taking bites of this and be very gingerly at first and just like, okay, yeah, we're testing this. We're seeing. Mm -hmm. We do eat. Yep. It's not bad. You're not going to die from it. Mm -hmm. And we, after the feast is over, which were there for about three, four hours. We let yeah. that we let Temujin know we do have to get back. Skyla said we had to be back within eight hours. Yep. As we are walking the mile back to the portal, we're wrapped up in our rain gear still. Because it, as I said, it's like 45, 50 degrees out. It's getting to be about four or five o'clock in the afternoon there, which means the sun's going to start going down. Yeah, and I would imagine it's, we're probably not going by ourselves this time. <sighs> Well, no, Timogen would have a couple other guards with it just to be out there, to be out there. But remember, they can't see this portal, so they're relying entirely on, because Timogen has gotten proof that this portal's there because he's going back with them. Okay, I would argue that both his father and Tarman would be coming along, too, just because they want to see with their own eyes what happens. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they would want to see, okay, yeah, this portal. We The thing that we both went out there didn't see. Fine. We want proof. Yeah, so we so, say our goodbyes. We, you know. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Jeremy has to act out. Jeremy is Jeremy. He said, okay, um, it's right here. Watch this. I, Jeremy, I step through. I step back through. And you see both Tarmin and Yezugai, their jaws hit the ground. They're just like, wait, what? That sort of thing. I look at it, It's completely transparent. I look over at uh, at both Father Gill and uh, the professor, and I go, but why don't you guys stand on the other side and tell me what you see when I step through? Harry looks. He goes, okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Okay. And I step slowly through. Oh, that would be the x-ray <laughs> type thing. Yeah. It's like that, you know, the, 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 the uh, was it the, the scan? Yeah, no, 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 no. Worse than that, that's that one where they basically took a took a man and dipped him in uh, in wax and filled him up with wax and then sliced thin layers off. It's, it's like um, under the dome <laughs> where they cut the cow in half. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, Jeremy's so Harry look- must be like, oh, I did not want to get to know Jeremy that well. Oh, <laughs> oh that's uh, not right. Oh, and it'd be back in English. It'd be like, oh, Father Gill, you really don't want to see this. This would be like <laughs> something you'd be doing last rites over. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 
Just that's not right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. He he shakes the hands of all of them. And and I turned I turned to the the you know to to the um, uh, chief and I says chief he has the guy I swear it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry Harry looks and he says despite what I saw we don't feel anything when we walk through. <laughs> Temujin will be back. Will you'll yeah we know the way. We'll be back. He comes up. He shakes his hand. We need to get back because Skyla will be tapping her foot outside that portal waiting for us. So, yeah, actually, mm, when you step on your side, Jeremy's sitting there deep in thought. Should we leave him a radio? No, we should leave a radio on the other side with notes. So if he does show up, he can call. That is true. Uh, do we have any signal flares on us? We can get them. Jeremy, okay. I have some... Well, I'm saying, tell, tell him that if he sees a signal flare go up, that means that we came through and we're looking for them. Okay, yeah, we can go get some from the the jet and bring them back. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, we, we can set one off and say, if you see this, oh. that means that we came through and we're looking for for, for people. And, okay. Uh, so, well, Jeremy... Because otherwise... We're, you know, uh, we're not from that place on the other side. You know, that we we traveled there to do exploring. So it's not like, you know, we'll be camped there for a while, but we're not going to be there permanently. So, we, you know, you can't assume that just because, you know, you go through, we're going to be there. You know, considering Jeremy has survival as a skill, he grabs his pack. You know, he does carry his med kit, so he does put out the emergency flare. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, if we come back with well, something like this, it may not be the same color, but be something like this. And it's getting nice and dark right now, so pop it and watch it go up. <laughs> yeah, that also freaks out the chief and the shaman. Yes, <laughs> Temujin is just it smokes a lot too, you know. So, yeah, yeah. comes out a little parachute, and I go, I hope it goes up before it hits the dry grass. <laughs> It does. It, it, yeah. He says, that is how you know we'll come back. Yeah. And Temujin oh. and the father and the shaman all nod. They're like, all right. Mm. We know that it will be our new friends coming to visit us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we wish I... you safe travels back to your homeland. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, Temujin just sort of gives you that look and just that smile like, oh, no, we've got lots to, yeah. Th mm -hmm. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess yeah. we step through and then Jerry walks out and turns around a second. They all look the same. Which one do we come from again? Because he's forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> Harry looks, he goes, it's this one over here. It's the only other one that's open. All the rest are shut down. There's no black interface. It was just those two. Hmm. Okay. You sure? Well, they, they all should have a black interface, but some of them just don't work. Oh, I thought when the portals didn't work, the black interfaces were shut down. No, they're, they're still there. Yeah. Okay. Let's say this is the one that has the, the, the pylons lit. Yeah. Well, but it's just you walk through them and nothing happens. That's all. That's true. Ah. 
unless well, we I have it, unless we have an evil I GM. Survival check. We make it back to the right one. Yeah, yeah. And we just, <laughs> it was directly across. It wasn't that hard. You know? Yeah, yeah. It is six hundred feet across, so it's like you know a yeah. ways. But still, I'm I'm sure it's not that hard, especially with those big fifty foot portals and such. Well, yeah. We make it back through. We are back on the beach on the Mystery Continent, and two hundred feet away, we see Skyla with that hands up look like, "Where have you been?" <laughs> and the radios don't work. Yeah, nothing else works again. Everything got shut down again. We do, we do, you know, the TK sixty four routine. You know, tap our heads and then, you know, and yeah. Well, we make it back, and Skyla's like, "Well, what was on the other side of whatever was there?" I'm busy trying to charge my poke. No, 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 it would take about ten minutes to walk back. So yeah, yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy charging up, and then hook it up to the. Uh, we probably got because a bigger we got chargers display. on all sorts of chargers in the jet. That's not a problem. And we probably got a bigger display, and I play back my recording. <laughs> and Skyla is just stunned. Like, wait a minute, Genghis Khan, the early years. Hmm. Yeah, really. I mean, before uh, he got sold into slavery. And they got Pokemon, too, but Pokemon we've never seen before. They call them wargs. Well, yeah, I saw that on the beach. But yeah, what? They yeah. got them, like, what, as pets? Mounts? What? Mounts. They're smart mounts. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both, actually. They kind of treat them as almost like... Because, remember, these things are intelligent, Probably yeah. a little smarter than most of the Pokemon we have. Yeah. Well, they're they're treated as trusted companions. Yeah. Yeah. And I look to I look to Father Gill. So should we tell her about the shaman? I don't know. <laughs> she's drinking from the she's drinking from the fire hose. Do you really think we need to tell her that right now? Well, I know we're going to need to tell Rowan that. We can't hide from Rowan. Oh, you're the professor. You, you, it's your your expedition. Well, we we want to tell Rowan everything. So I mean, yeah, keep that video and make sure it never gets deleted. And we need to tell him about the shaman. And Skyla's like, "What about the shaman? Don't squeeze him." <laughs> Good one. Uh, <laughs> Harry just is shaking his head. It's like they—they they have a witch doctor. They have a witch doctor in their tribe. That's all. Yeah, you yeah, can heal the sick. He seems to be very good at um um at at at, at healing. Yeah, mm. Harry says, just yeah, like wow, that's the understatement of the millennium. Yep. Yeah, but you can see everything, including their reactions, because I probably catch their reactions when the gun goes off, and they're like, ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah, they want more of those. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but like I said, is it, you know, I could just see them trying to maintain these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the oil that we use to, to keep all the parts going, they can't get produce that. Okay, this is fine motor oil that's from petroleum and other sources. It's highly refined. It's got special additives to it. They can't get that there. As soon as they start, they go and they take some yak fat and try to oil up their guns, their guns don't work anymore. There was definitely a lot of yak fat. I think I'm feeling... (laughs) You may have some runs because of that yak fat. Harry comes up with an idea. He goes, 
imagine giving these guys like polycarbonate swords and knives instead of the metal they use. Now that actually might be something that they could they could really appreciate and use. We're working on monofilament edges for weapons now. Well, okay. Just even stainless steel, I'm sure, would be of great value. Oh mm. man, no, we could we could seriously give them some stuff to really do some damage with in battle. Oh, but do we want? To, I mean, do we want to do that? I mean, you know, we the, it, it's Genghis Khan. I mean, he did to become a conqueror. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to improve their boats. And what's that? What's those pulley bows? Bows code again? Compound bows. Compound bows. Compound. Yeah. Give Com- them a- what you really want to do is you want to give them just enough so that their tribe doesn't get defeated by whoever comes and and destroys his tribe and puts him and puts Genghis Khan into um uh, into slavery. Yeah. Okay, that's what starts it all off for him to create an empire. If you want to keep things stable, the fact that they're riding wargs, they have intelligent wolves that they ride. Yeah. I think we don't have to worry about ruining history. No, I'm not talking about ruining history. I'm talking about if you want them not to become a, a big, you know, him to become the great conqueror he became, if you want him just to be a regular guy, then you've got to keep the things that really gal- changed his personality, changed him from being somebody who was a local tribal chieftain into someone who was willing to basically take on an entire continent. Okay, and that's like not letting his tribe get destroyed, not letting his father get killed. That sort of thing makes all the difference. And so a little bit of help might actually be a good yeah, thing. This is where you, you, know, you see... you know. Uh, Jeremy's busy on his Pokédex. Actually, he's probably uh, you know busy you know tapping into the into the signal, and he's and he's busy. Did Genghis Khan here use Pokemon? Yeah, he says that out loud. That's for you to find out, Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, is it any different? I mean, uh, I'm sure. It yeah. Was. So, but considering oh. it's a, a close analog, uh, I, I have a uh, oh. Have you ever tried yak meat, Skyla? And I pull out a little, it's a little food wrapper I kept and said, it's some, it's some uh, I'm not sure. It's still, it's still good. Some yak meat. Yeah, you might want to microwave it. Yeah. Mm. And put some salt well, and pepper think, on it. I think what we need to do is we need to get back and give Professor Rowan our report. I think that would be. Directly. Uh, okay. But, but how about we like, you know, sleep on it first? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think needless to say, for us saying that we've had a big day again, another another huge understatement. Yeah, and remember, we're still kind of sore from yesterday. I'm glad that went as well as it did, considering that was a Mongolian warrior. I heard that they were exceedingly good acrobatics and swordsmen and hunters. I'm glad that we have them as our friends and not as our enemies. Let's keep them that way. Exactly, I agree entirely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I didn't I didn't have a discussion about the merits of comparative religion. Yeah. Oh no. That's a discussion for late at night when there's plenty of uh, uh, fermented mare's milk having passed between the two of us. I can see you and Tarmin just going back and forth on that. That would be yeah. something. I, I'm a man of science, and I want to ringside seat for that one. Well, like I said, it's not going to be a confrontation. I think we should just talk. No, no, yeah. no, no, but still. 
mean, just it'd be something for me to see. Aren't 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 the Mongols nomads? So how long are they going to stay there waiting for us to come back? They're going to move. Yeah, they're they're hunter gatherers. Yeah, but they're not following a herd of bison. Okay, that just means that they travel over a large area. It doesn't mean they don't come back, and especially now they've got a reason to come back every so often. So wait a minute, hold it. They would. They they still would travel the same circuit every year. They they would follow like the same route as things as like things resupply through growing. Sure. Mm. They were acting like he was acting like that portal is a recent thing. Like Rowan Rowan had us come here. And just yeah, I don't the timing of all this is just a little too Yeah, just convenient. I, I, don't I, I, don't, I, I think you're. I, I think we have too little information on this to make any kind of a judgment. Mm. Yeah. If he knows something, he sh- this. It's time. It's time for him to fess it up. I'll, you know, we should definitely confront him about this. Like, did you know this was going to be there? If you do, then what do you know about it? So on and so forth. Okay, but if he doesn't know anything, then it's just hap- It's just you know luck, happenstance. You know, maybe it's been there a long time, and it's he and and it was just luck that the Temujin found it. Yep. That you know that's when you hear Jeremy say, "Shoot, it doesn't picture." I mean, I, I was hoping that I could take a picture of it, but nah. You show I showed the just the dirt where the ring should be, and there's no ring. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah, Harry mm. just looks at that very, whole time thing. Clear. Just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, we all saw it. The three of us and Timogen all yeah. see it. I mean, it wasn't, but it, wasn't... it can't be photographed. And yeah. and yeah. Skyla, you saw us disappear, right? She says, "Yeah, I saw you disappear. I watched through the binoculars as you four, as you three, and your Pokemon. Well, no, they. That's right, they're in the ball. The three of you just walked into." Nothing. And Pastor Gill was struggling, struggling, struggling with it, and then he went through. <laughs> yeah, he was fighting with air. Yeah. Huh. Well, it looks right, like well, I, we better I, let, let's let's get some rest, and then we will head back home and mm-hmm. talk this over yeah. with Professor Rowe. Because there's a whole Rowe. continent here we haven't explored yet, guys. I mean, that's I thought that was why we came here. Yeah. Though Jeremy's half tempted to go put a little Karn next to the uh, of stone, next to the uh, thing, he thinks better of leaving a radio behind. Because first off, we didn't teach him how to use radio. Yeah, but isn't there like a isn't there like a big rock there? Yeah, yeah, but he wants to put a a, a, a made thing there just so that you know. I mean, you know, fifteen paces, you know, directly east of the rock is probably good enough for me to find it. If for some reason it would disappear again, still, so Jeremy has a, feels a need to go out there. To uh, of course, if he does go out there, he's going out there at all. His Pokemon out <laughs> flanking him, you yeah, because there's wild Pokemon out there. But he wants to leave well, some, right. something behind. Then he thinks a second. Oh, 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 oh! Digs around, digs around. Aha! Pulls out the can of, of fluorescent paint, you know, spray can of paint, you know, for marking territory, marking things. I'm going to tag that rock. Okay. 
Yeah, so he, he goes and tags a rock, you know, and you know, draws a basic pokeball, and they point paints an arrow which direction they should go if they do come, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. And it should last at least one or two seasons before you know it. You know, yeah. Wears right. off. Okay, well, I mean, anyways, we're probably going to want to, because it's the end of the day for us, It we'll want to wind down, and yeah, yeah. And, and also, it's like seven minutes to one in the morning, so yeah, we want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Though I imagine Skylar probably gets on the horn and starts letting them know that, ooh, this is something, first off, they probably knew something weird happened anyway. Yeah. So, and so, yeah, we're, we, someone's reporting right now. <laughs> yeah, but still, Rowan would want to talk to them in person. Just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, okay. this has been an experience. And speaking of experience. Yeah, that's right. I I didn't see <laughs> it from the last time. I'm trying to recall how what? much. We got, a thou- we got a thousand the last time. And you said that we were in the middle of our range and we would need another thousand to go. Speaking of the people that were at third level, now John's character is more advanced, so the the what, those of us who were third level were going to need another thousand to go up a level. No, you guys are all third level. You're all, all third level. I know that, but you said that we were based upon where we were at third level and the experience points we got last time, which was about a thousand. You said we would need another thousand to go up to fourth level. That's what you said. I've listened. I listened to the to the um, to the uh, the episode before we played today. But John's character, because he's advanced, he will probably need more. Yeah, that all of you have the same level of experience, the same experience points. Uh, You're higher level, John. Maybe it was uh, maybe we we're looking at the uh, at the D twenty version of this uh, of the of the advancement, but I think it's. I don't, Okay, that's not what you said, John. But all right. A friendship pact with the tribe that Genghis Khan is going to lead someday. He also mm-hmm. say that it's massive role playing. Yeah, I'll give it to you. We're all fourth level now. <laughs> so everybody should be at 9,000. So I, guess I think a... we can wrap this up for now and then we can. I'll, I'll fill Pixie in on this, so I think we can wrap this up for this evening. I can boost the Billy score. Yay! Yeah. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Richard Tahoka. Wait till you see what's coming next. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers, this was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers.
Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.